Did you know that within a decade, women will hold $30 trillion in investable assets? Yet somehow, only 19% of women reported feeling confident in selecting investments that align with their long-term goals. Our friends at InvestHer are out to change that. InvestHerCon is the number one premier conference for women in real estate, and it's happening June 2nd through the 4th in Austin, Texas. InvestHerCon is not just another real estate conference. It's a transformational experience focused on real estate investing, business strategies, and self-care tactics, all designed to help women take control of their financial futures. Gain the knowledge and skills you need to grow your portfolio and build a sustainable business, all while connecting with over 500 women who are playing at the same level. To learn more and to get your tickets, visit InvestHerCon.com today and use the code 100BESTEVER to get $100 off your ticket. That's InvestHer, H-E-R, Con.com, promo code 100BESTEVER to get $100 off your ticket. I would say in rehabbing side, don't take the lowest bid. For every time I've ever tried to save a dollar, it has cost me $3. Best ever listeners, before we get into today's episode, I want to ask you, do you have a strategy right now where you are getting leads that come into your inbox while you're sleeping? Do you have a strategy where you are optimized with both Google AdWords and SEO, search engine optimization? If not, then guess what? Today's your lucky day. We've got a free strategy session just for you, and it's with Dan Barrett. If you recognize his name, he was a guest on episode 565, and he is the only certified Google partner agency that works exclusively with real estate investors. Go to adwordsnerds.com forward slash strategy and get a free strategy session to learn with him how to implement an online strategy for your market in both SEO and Google AdWords. Go to adwordsnerds.com forward slash strategy. Best ever listeners, welcome to the best real estate investing advice ever show. I'm Joe Fairless. This is a show where we cut out the fluff and we only talk about the best advice that moves your real estate investing business forward. And this is the world's longest running daily real estate podcast. With us today, we have someone who has created an interesting business model with his company called Rematch. And he's going to talk to us about his lessons learned and some best ever advice he has based on doing over 500 transactions. How you doing, Philip Vincent? Good, Joe. How are you today? Doing really well and welcome to the show. A little bit more about Philip. He is based in St. Louis, Missouri. He specializes in helping seniors who want a stress-free sale of their home. And as I mentioned earlier, he's the CEO of Rematch which is a real estate solutions company. With that being said, you want to give the best ever listeners a little bit more about your background and what you're focused on now? Yes, Joe. Rematch was built for two things. I saw the need in the market that sellers were only being marketed to by other wholesalers. They weren't really the end buyer. And then I saw the need for the rehabbers that they didn't really have good access to deals, that they were getting middled by wholesalers. And so I think it's a pretty common problem in most markets the wholesalers know how to find the deals and then they try to squeeze every last dollar out of the deal and that's how they make their living. So what I did is I said, well, I would like to scale my business and do more transactions and it's kind of reverse wholesaling on steroids. What I did is I went out in my St. Louis market to guys that I've sold multiple dozens of houses to and said, hey guys, 
I want to do your marketing acquisitions for you. I want to make between five to 7,000 on every house. And I want you guys to put the money in for marketing. And I knew I was onto something when in two weeks I filled out my roster for the St. Louis market, which was about 25 investors. So what I've done is I've taken 25 local investors in St. Louis and we pulled the marketing funds. And now I run the marketing and acquisitions for that group of buyers. Okay. So you reach out to the fix and flippers and you work on their acquisitions. Is that correct? That is correct. So as a group, we market to the St. Louis market as the brand name Rematch, R-E Match. So real estate match. And what I'm doing is connecting the seller to the right buyer. You're working with a fix and flipper. You're going to find them a property and then you make a fee off of whatever the spread is based on how much equity is in the property. Sure. Pure wholesaling. I assign every transaction. Okay. So it's basically wholesaling. You're finding the motivated seller and you basically just have a preferred list of companies that you send these deals to, right? Yeah. But it's more than that because it's their marketing dollars that I'm spending. Mm. So right now, the only person that spends more in our market is Homevestors franchise. They spend around 75000 here in the St. Louis market. And overnight, we're in month one, by the way, for this concept, we're spending $50,000 a month on marketing. So I would consider us a major advertiser right here in the St. Louis market overnight. This is the first month. We launched on the first, so <laughs> we're through a month. <laughs> this, is the, this is the first two weeks. Okay. Two weeks. All right. But All I also, right. you know, I've been doing this forever. The reason why I could put this roster together in two weeks is I've had a track record of success over the past half decade. Okay, got it. All right, so this is a brand new business model with the marketing. Basically, you're wholesaler, you're finding the deal, and then you're giving it to your preferred partner, and those preferred partners are paying the advertising fees. So your only cost out of pocket is, I guess, your time and then any team members you employ to help you with the process, correct? Exactly. That's a perfect description. Got it. Okay, cool. Well, I mean, it's been two weeks, but have you closed the deal yet? We've closed one and we're under contract for 19 more. It's kind of my goal. If I can make five to 7,000, but do 20 transactions a month, you can kind of see quickly why I want to do that. How's that conversation go? Pretend I'm a, a successful fix and flipper in your market and you're approaching me to help bring me leads, which heck yeah, that sounds great. Oh, by the way, Joe, you pay the marketing dollars for me to find you leads. Wait a second. How does that conversation go? What's your response to me saying what? If you were in the St. Louis market, it probably means that we've already had a successful track record of deals. And when I go through the dichotomy of what that deal was before, where I had to buy it at such a number to include the banks and my partners and things, I had to buy it at a deeper discount to then be able to try to turn around and make 15 to 20,000 on the wholesale fee. Now with me only trying to hold five to seven, two things can happen. I can pay the seller slightly more, which means I'm walking away from less deals. And I'm also bringing the deals at a lower number than I used to sell them to you at my old company. You're saying that you can make less and your overall dollar amounts out of pocket to the fix and flipper will be less because you're getting at a lower price because the costs are lower. 
Right. And we're talking in generalities here. If we had one deal to pick apart, maybe it'd be easier. Talk about, every, the, talk, how much talk about the deal that you just closed. That's a great deal because the lady, it probably had a retail value of 80000 and she owed 61000 So the sniff test almost immediately means there's no deal there for anyone. She was a heavy smoker and the house was full of items and it had some things done like roof and windows, but it was a small little ranch and she ended up bringing over $30,000 to the closing table to get the house sold. And I wholesaled it to one of my members in rematch and he has tickled pink. He already told me he paid 42. He already told me that he would have paid 48 for it. So in his mind, he's already very happy because it was less than he was willing to pay for the house. And how much money did that person who you sold it to pay in marketing dollars? The way it works is $2,000 a month per person. And what I like about this is that there's no big dog on the block. Every guy in rematch pays $2,000 a month. And I should preface it by saying they're actually paying 12000 and that's for the first six months of advertising because I don't want them to look at this as, hey, it's two weeks in and I don't have a deal yet. I want them to look at this over the next six months, how many houses will I buy from rematch? Mm-hmm. And it's a 2000 a month and then the commitment for the first six months. How do you determine who gets the deal? They do. We reward action. So the first person that gets there and hits the price that we want to sell it at gets the deal. So we're going to reward action. It's not an auction process per se, but they are competing. There'll be a starting price and then a buy it now price on every house. Got it. A starting price. What's the difference between a starting price and buy it now price? I guess the buy it now price is a little bit more than the starting price. Usually a few thousand dollars. In this first couple of weeks, Joe, I'm trying to keep that buy it now price so tight to the starting price that there's no reason for them not to take the buy it now because I don't want them to miss a deal over two grand. And most guys will say if it's a deal at 45, then it's a deal at 47 kind of a deal. Huh. Why'd you come up with this model for your own purposes? I was making a great living at my other company. I was doing the acquisitions there and it was a big company. We were doing, you know, 200 and something transactions a year, multiple hundreds of rentals. And I got to see how a large company worked. And I realized the thing that was scalable was the assignments and the wholesaling. It's not three full-time rehab crews. And to say you're going to be a rehabber and do 100 rehabs a year, that's a bold statement. I mean, the amount of manpower it takes. But what I realized what I'm good at is the acquisition side. And I already had these relationships in place with people that I sold to. So they already trusted me there. They knew I didn't waste their time with not deals or deals that were too skinny where nobody made me money. And so... Every guy told me the same thing. They said, Phil, I would buy more houses if I just had a a constant flow of deals. And so what I'm trying to do is create such an abundance of leads to where those guys might come out and look at a deal and say it's not for them, but that's okay because tomorrow there's another deal coming. Mm -hmm. And you said you had 50,000 in the first month. So that means quick math. You have 25 partners, right? 25 partners. So the holy grail for me is if I could get to 25 houses a month, that would be an average of one per guy. So over the next six months, if they bought six houses, what's your average profits on a house, Joe? You know, that's the question I would ask you if we're doing this interview. If you wanted to be part of rematch, every guy tells me the same thing. I make between twenty and 30000 on a rehab, right? You make 25000 per deal, and it costs you 12000 to buy in to rematch. It takes one deal over the next six months for you to be profitable. I'm not saying that was worth it if you paid twelve and only made twenty five. but my point is, is that what other marketing efforts do you have where somebody's handing you viable deals that have meat on the bone? Every other type of advertising is, and, and that's the problem. All these guys, there's no wholesalers in my group. These are all rehabbers in my group. And what that means is these are the guys that are used to paying the wholesaling fees, right? 
And any discount off of that normal fee is a win for them. Even if they think about getting into advertising, their head spins because they say, well, which list should I buy and what type of mailing should I do? And who's going to field all these calls and who's going to run down and kiss the frogs until you find a deal? And so that's the service I'm providing for my group is that when their phone dings with the lead, it's a buyable house that's already under contract and they can buy it. There's not a lot of time wasting. What are you doing, if anything, to protect against one buyer in that group? You have 25 different fix and flippers, one of them being a lead dog and snatching up all the deals. A great question. You're right in line with what everyone else has asked. I've split St. Louis into five zones. So there's only five guys per zone. So I'll answer your same question. If there was one big dog per zone, could he buy up every single house? And I guess the answer is he could do that. But what I've found is almost all of my guys want to do between eight and 15 rehabs a year. So that's one per month. So if you bought a house January 1st, you're probably not buying another house until February 1st, just for argument's sake. And so over time, it should work out. We're still going to find out, Joe. These are questions that I don't have the data to back it up yet, but I'm not going to slow someone down from buying. What it's going to do is can the person get across town and see the house and make sure it's something they want to buy. I don't think someone's going to buy blindly. If they do, they'll probably be out of business pretty quickly. You're spending $50,000 in advertising to get motivated seller leads this month in St. Louis where are you allocating those dollars? Half of it's going to direct mail. The other half is a mixture of every type of pay-per-click campaign we can get our hands on, even things like the yellow book or whatever you call it in your town, the phone book. We do a lot in the senior industry. Joe, I feel like I'm, I'm as much in the senior industry as I am in the real estate industry. If you think about who your clients are, it's almost always seniors. And it's not necessarily the seniors themselves. It's really the adult children of the seniors. And I always use the stereotypical story that dad died eight years ago, mom's been in the house on a fixed income, and now something has happened. She's either fell again, or she's passed away, or something has triggered this where the adult children have to help mom get into that senior living community. And at the moment they need to have that conversation, they say three things. They say, where is mom going to get the best care? What the heck do we do with the house? And what are we going to do with all of this stuff? And so I help with two of those things. I help with the house, and then we buy the house a lot of times full of the items that the family doesn't want, the non-heirlooms. Just to close the loop on the marketing, 25K direct mail, 25K split up between pay-per-click, yellow book, and then radio. When you're talking about marketing, you said you do a lot in the senior industry. Do you do anything specifically to market to them? Definitely. We sponsor a lot of the group. On December 1st, we have one called the Voice Awards help support the unbudsman program. Let me tell you a scary stat. 70% of people that live in a senior living community, 70%, Joe, do not have a visitor ever. So it's pretty sombering, I think, to think about that, that these people are living there and no one ever comes to visit them. So what happens when that person needs help or who is the person that they talk to? The unbudsman program is there for them to talk to in case they have wants or needs that are not being met. So they feel like they can talk to that person without having a backlash from the community that they live in. And you sponsor the group? Yeah, we donate to Voice. We sponsor them. I mean, it takes a few years. This is why I don't mind sharing this. A couple of years ago, I never wanted to talk about senior relationships. But I feel like even if I gave you a blueprint to the house, it doesn't mean you're going to go out and do it. But I think people miss some networking opportunities. They do a lot of networking maybe with the RIAs in their local town. 
but they don't go to where the source of deals are. And in St. Louis, like most cities, we're having a boom of senior living communities being built. And I go in and I ask a loaded question. I say, do you ever have a situation where you need to move this person into your community, but they need to sell their house before they can move in? And they laugh. They're like, yeah, we have a whole stack of them over here. So I help them with that stack. I say, well, I'm going to go out and make them an offer on their house. Even if they don't like my offer, I'm still going to leave them with information or more knowledge about what they can do with their house because I understand how valuable those leads are for me that I don't want to burn relationships with the senior living communities. So I'm kind of a, an option for people. Makes sense. Fascinating stuff. Very fascinating. What is your best real estate investing advice ever? My best? I would say in rehabbing side, don't take the lowest bid. For every time I've ever tried to save a dollar, it has cost me $3. I have many personal examples of that as well. So I I enjoy that best ever advice. That's for sure. Are you ready for the best ever lightning round? First, a quick word from our best ever partners. Empire Industries, a national award-winning company and the fastest growing property management company in Houston, would like to offer you, best ever listener, a 30-day love us or leave us guarantee. Contact Empire Industries at 888 866-6727 for more info. That's 888-866-6727. Best ever book you've read? For me, it's a book called The Big Rich. It's sort of real estate based because it talks about the history of oil in our country and the land grab that it created. I think about speculative building. I do some new construction and some big rehabs. So I'm a speculator. But these guys, these guys are the real speculators. They're the ones that convince people in the early 1900s to give them millions of dollars to dig a hole in the ground for the chance that there might be oil down there. It's just a good read all the way through. What's the best ever personal growth experience that you've had and what'd you learn from it? So my last company was a company called Faster House here in St. Louis. I've never worked at a place that was ran so well. Brian and Debbie, he's my mentor. He's the one that put me into this position to be able to start Rematch today. Without him, I wouldn't have learned some key things like how to work in a team, how to hire around you. I am a very driven person, high D, high I on the disc assessment, but I have no S and no C. The biggest thing I learned was that you can be positive and happy and still be successful in business. A lot of times you think you have to be mean or blunt to be successful. That is just not the case, and Faster House proved that for me. So it really helped me grow as a person. Best ever deal you've done? Just recently closed on a deal that I made 300000 The builder in 1968 built a house on three lots, lot seven, eight, and nine. He put the house on lot eight. He never built on lot seven and nine. When I bought the house, it was a senior lead, by the way. When I bought the house, I rehabbed the house and sold it for what I had in the two properties. And then I sold the two lots off that were extra for 170 and 130. So I made 300,000. What's the biggest mistake you've made in real estate so far? For me, I have this drive inside of me. Whenever I see like cranes in the sky and new projects going on, I always feel like I'm not doing enough. It's not true because obviously I've got a lot of my plate and I'm doing a ton. I think the thing that I didn't understand right away was that you say you want to have 30 rentals or 100 rentals or whatever you want to have. Well, it starts by having the first rental and you have to have action. You can't talk about it. No one's going to give you the right time to start building your future. So the biggest mistake I've had is that I didn't start. It's like if I can't do a lot of something at once, then I don't want to start. And that's just the wrong mentality. My biggest mistake is not just picking up a house per month and slowly building my portfolio. What's the best place the best ever listeners can reach you? 
For me, it's two places. You can go simply to rematch.com, or you can reach me directly at philip, P-H-I-L-L-I-P, at rematch.com. Philip with two L's at rematch.com. Philip, I applaud you for starting this venture and being so strong right out of the gate. You have 25 clients, essentially, putting up 2K a month, so that's $50,000 for the first month you've already closed the deal you've got 19 under contract it's really too early to tell how this venture is going to go but you have a successful track record in business leading up to this and you certainly have a phenomenal start and it's a fascinating tweak of a very very old strategy and it makes a lot of sense it's a very compelling approach that you took and i can understand why the fix and flippers would certainly be interested in your market. So thanks so much for coming on the show, sharing your business model, what you're up to, lessons learned along the way. Hope you have a best ever day and we'll talk to you soon. Thanks, Joe. Have a good day. Empire Industries, a national award-winning company and the fastest growing property management company in Houston, would like to offer you, best ever listener, a 30-day love us or leave us guarantee. Contact Empire Industries at 888 888- 866-6727 for more info. That's 888-866-6727.